TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. B. Mitch Finley, 1067 The Fan. High noon in the District of Columbia. On a Tuesday, that means it's time for us to get to the Beck QL guest line. Talk to our friend Pete Haley, NBC Sports Washington and the Washington Football Talk podcast. I almost blanked on the name of the podcast. That's not good. Uh, Pete, what up, man? How you doing, buddy? Afternoon, guys. I hope you're recovering and uh, are doing okay, even though you aren't in B. Mitch's bungalow, the one with a microwave. Recovering? Man, I recovered a long time ago. I am still still recovering. Okay, well, maybe not recovering for you, B. Mitch, but at least adjusting to life in a cramped studio as opposed to your own manor on a really nice property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the prison cell studio or B. Mitch's bungalow? Which one do you prefer? Yeah, take the don't take, have a microwave here, JP. Take the bungalow every time. <laughs> no microwave. Um, Pete, we uh, we've been playing a little game of should and will. What should the Commanders do at offensive coordinator? What will they do at offensive coordinator? Where do you land? Should and will is just an all-time classic game, and I think should is higher. Eric Bieniemy. I don't think that's a very hot take, and I don't think there's much you can quibble with that idea, especially with how he performed in the Super Bowl and how he's getting credit for coming up with those motion plays that led to two open touchdowns in the second half. I mean, how many times have we as analysts and also have fans asked for our offensive coordinators, the coaches of this team, to come up with in-game adjustments or to enter games with smart game plans that take advantage of holes in the defense only for that to not happen? Well, Biennemi just did it on the biggest stage and got credit for it from one of the best head coaches in the sport, current or all time. So I think Biennemi's stock is as high as it's ever been, and I know it's been high in the past. And if they could get him, then that would be a very big exclamation point. So that is what they should do, especially now that Baltimore is off the table and he's got one fewer option. I think what they will do is end up with Greg Roman, and I don't think that's a a bad consolation prize. Why I think it's a will with Roman is because of his obvious philosophy matchup with Ron and his preference of running the ball. And I just think with the enemy losing Baltimore, um, maybe that was the spot where he'd be willing to go risk leaving the Kansas City umbrella. But if it's Kansas City or Washington, perhaps that's going to give him second thought and he's going to think to himself, you know, I've waited this long. I can wait a little longer. Maybe next year I'll finally at last get the head coaching job. I don't need to do the lateral in-name move of going to OC. So then Ron and Washington will be forced to confront the non-Bianemy candidates. And uh, it doesn't seem like Roman has any other options. He might be more willing to take it. So I think it's going to be Roman, even though it should be Bianemy. But I look at it, and I just, like, I mentioned this to Jay, and 
when Roman came up, he had been free a long time. They weren't thinking about talking to him. It, it just made me think, like, okay, now, is weird. now they want to talk to him. They must be thinking that they may not get the one other one. Right. Yeah, that that's definitely where my head went to, be Mitch. Like, when they – uh, when he resigned from Baltimore, whatever it was, two, two and a half weeks, three weeks ago, I'm sure you guys did multiple hours on the idea of Roman coming here. And then I think we all were like, all right, it'll only be a moment of time, uh, a matter of time before he and Ron are reported as sitting down. And then it never happened. Now, all of a sudden, the enemy goes out, balls out in the Super Bowl. His team wins. They score a million points in the second half. And his name becomes even more high profile. Ron's probably looking around like, all right. Well, uh, he's he's got options. He's going to be in control. Let's line up something else so we don't have to go all the way from the top of the ladder in Biennemi to the bottom of Shermer. Let's have Roman be somewhere in the middle, somewhere in the upper echelon, so we don't have to tumble as far down in terms of perception. That's that's what I'm thinking, and it sounds like that's what you're thinking too. Mm-hmm. So you forgive me if I lost it there in the word soup. You think it will be Roman? Yes, I, I've been on Zampezi the whole time, but as our as I said on our podcast episode this morning, I am off of Zampezi. I think there's just too many other options. I, I was thinking Zampezi early on because I didn't think they'd ever be able to court the enemy or court someone like Greg Roman or even have someone you know like Thomas Brown come and talk to them, even though it doesn't seem like he's really in the mix right now. So I don't think uh, this team will need to break the Zampezi glass. I think there's enough layers. If they don't get the enemy, they can go to Roman. If they don't get him, they can go to Shermer or somebody else that they've interviewed. I think Zampezi is now too many layers below uh, to be hired as the guy. All right. Um, I don't think it'd be Zampezi. I, I don't think – I think if all hell broke loose and they never got any of these other people, it would have been Shermer all along. Um, I don't think they go to Zampezi. I don't know, though, but – I, I, I wouldn't have thought it. Uh, Brian and I were talking about this. Is there any way you think the enemy just stays in Kansas City? Like, are, are, do we all believe that he he believes in the theory that, all right, I got to show the world that I can do this without Pat and Andy, so I'll take this Washington job? Or is it entirely possible he's like, no, nah, I'll just chill here? That's definitely possible. Especially when you're working with a guy like Andy Reid, who's so uh, magnanimous with his praise and is willing to go out of his way to highlight your accomplishments. I mean, I'm sure that felt pretty damn good when you're Eric Bieniemy to see uh, so many people talking about the things that you did. And who wouldn't want to just continue to work with Patrick Mahomes and, and continue to experience that? And that can further enrich him and, uh, you know, help him when it's eventually time for him to take that coaching job instead of having to go uh, sort of diagonal and go to Washington and then hope for a head coaching job. Because while he would get all the power here on offense and Ron probably wouldn't bother him too much since he's the head coach. Um, we who knows? Know Maybe just <laughs> Yeah, we don't know that, number one, especially if Eric starts throwing the ball all over and Ron wants to run the ball, as he said. So that's a possibility. There could be some head flashing there. And also it could go really poorly. And then the enemy's reputation that he's worked years to build up could inevitably take a hit and yes you can use the washington stained me just like it stained everybody else excuse but it could also just be a little bit much for him to overcome so i it sounds like eric really wants to get the head coaching job and i think he does deserve one but there's none really available anymore so maybe he just takes another ride on the kansas city carousel he'll end up in the afc title game at least because that's where they always go mahomes will have another mvp season and he won't hurt himself at all by staying in there 
by stepping outside of that cocoon, there is the risk of hurting yourself, even though there's also the possibility of really making a name for yourself even more than you already have. Um, yeah, I, I agree with most of that assessment. Um, Brian, I'd like to bring something to your attention. We're talking with our friend Pete Haley from NBC Sports Washington. Give him a follow at Pete Haley NBCS. Lord knows he cares about his Twitter because I missed this on Super Bowl Sunday night. Um, There's a tweet from Pete I'd like to read to you, B. Read it. This is Sunday night, 10.14 p.m. And let me point out, completely factually accurate before Mm -hmm. I read it. Jalen Hurts beat almost everyone this year, except for Pat Mahomes and Taylor Heineke. I'd like to have your reaction to that, Brian. Pete, don't be one of those people, bro. I, I will say that, look, that was a, that was a blatant retweet play. Yeah, no, don't, it, don't, it, don't be one of those yeah. people, man. Listen, it, I, some guy hit me. Some guy sent that out there again. And then uh, somebody put out a whole thing about every team that the Eagles had beaten, and they tried to find the weakest thing they could put about it. They were in the damn Super Bowl. They lost by three points to the eventual winner. The man passed for 304 yards and rushed for 70. Let's get over that crap when we beat somebody that goes on to win. You know why we probably beat them? Because they were looking past us. And we played our Super Bowl. Guess why we have to play our Super Bowl during regular season? Because we don't get in the playoffs. So we got to stop that celebrating minor BS wins. It didn't get us in the playoffs or nothing. Nothing you are saying is wrong, and I will just full-on admit right now I looked at that as an opportunity to get lots of Commanders fans to retweet it and maybe for old PD to get a few more followers on Twitter, like JP says, I care about that. And that's why, that that's why social, media, it, it, social media troubles me because people do it just for, for what you said. Not that they mean what they're tweeting. They're just trying to get some followers. I was, I was <laughs> as the kids say, I was cloud chasing. I had that typed out like oh, on the third boy. to last play. And I apologize if it offended you. You're not wrong to be upset oh, I'm not or offended. annoyed. I'm not offended. I just think that it's, it's, it's hilarious that we've come to that, to where we get to the end of the season, we're sitting at home fishing already, and then we go, but we beat them. The, the opposite was, <laughs> I remember, I guess, three years ago now, two years, three years ago, uh-huh. when the Bucks won the Super Bowl, yeah. and, and my Twitter was full of people, damn, we almost took them down. And I just got so frustrated by it that I wrote a story. I wrote a blog that night and and had people from Ashburn calling me the next morning pissed off. Let me ask you a question about that game, though. Did we ever lead in that game? No. So if you never led in in the game, how can you almost win? (laughs) I mean, it's just like... God bless you for owning it, And the thing of it is, like, when people from Ashburn that are in powers of position think like that, I I see why we can't consistently get to where we want to be. Because we, we, we care about things that don't make a difference. Oh. Uh, JP, I feel like Brian sort of kind of respected me in our last week. I didn't embarrass myself in any way, and he didn't seem to you know really rag on me in any way. But now I think you just denigrated <laughs> my my. Uh, no, no, no. You still cool, Pete. Pete. You showed up in a in a BMW drop top, dog. <laughs> you got my, you got my power, dog. You know, anytime about driver Brian Mitchell wheels, I'm good with that. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I think when I started talking about a tweet from the Super Bowl, you thought I was going to go a different direction. I will not go that direction. Um, so what happens next for this team? 
Like they hire an OC, and, and then what? Like, what do you make of everything going on here? It's like, I mean, my head goes the same place every single other fan's head goes. Is where is this sale? And I think you by reading the tea leaves, reading your reporting and other people's reporting who are really plugged in, it seems like this thing is moving. And I think it happens sort of around the free agency league year beginning, the ownership meetings a couple weeks after that. I think it happens in March. Now, does it happen in time for a complete overhaul for whatever ownership group was talking about Sean Payton? Do they have other coaches in mind that they want to hire and, and get rid of Ron Rivera? No, I think this uh, the, the decision makers who are in charge will be in charge through the end of next year. But I do think an owner will be here uh, before the Masters start. And that's incredibly exciting. And Maybe that freezes some of these Duran Payne type moves, and and they can't get a quarterback if they really want one. But who cares about that? If they get the owner, then yes, we want this team to still succeed and and, and build. But that is just such a giant win that anything else that happens after that is gravy. So it almost feels a little foolish to be talking. Uh, you know, should they draft this guy? Should they try and sign this second tier free agent when uh, if the ownership comes in? I think people will be so drunk from excitement and from light beer that they won't really care about all that other secondhand stuff. I, yeah, I, I can see it. I think you're right. People I, are looking forward to that. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think we'll, it's going to be really interesting to kind of see from there what happens. I, I do think, I mean, dude, a new league year opens, hell, there's, because of February being a quirky month with only 28 days, new league year opens in less than 30 days. Mm-hmm. The tampering period opens in less than 27 days. The combine is in two weeks, which is when most of these deals are going to get made. Yeah. Probably at the bar. At the bar. What is the, the steakhouse? Yeah, Prime 47. Yeah. But high velocity gets a lot of deals. There's a lot of deals going on all over the place. But we're Same go- thing happen when you go to court. <laughs> all right. Good to know. They happen over drinks. I think this could be one of the quietest commanders' free agency s- sessions in a long time. That's why they've been kind of quiet. I think they're loving the fact that this offense coordinator thing is taking a long time too, because they may know it's going to be quiet, and they can still have something to throw some excitement at. Like perhaps it's not an accident. Yeah, I'm saying oh, nothing's an accident. Uh, well, some things are an accident with this team, like when they spell people's names wrong or, or come up with awful memorials to beloved players. But, yeah, JP, I think it will be quiet. But, again, if you start off with such a massive fireworks explosion of Josh Harris or Bezos or whoever it is stepping in for Dan, then I do think, and, and maybe Brian won't agree because Brian is an ultra-competitor and he wants this team to do well in 2023. And I, I think we do to an extent, too. We don't want to cover 4-13 and 13 operation. But that's going to be so exciting, and it's going to be able to carry people through then who cares if you lose Deron Payne? Like Mark, Micah Parsons is talking about the Cowboys landing Deron Payne, and fans will be like, "All right, see you, Deron. Doesn't matter. We have a new owner. Like it's going to just be so much euphoria." And then next year is when the whole reset can really happen. There's going to be a bit of an awkward in between period, I think, where it's the old football regime with the new ownership regime. But you can snip that off after a year and then really get this franchise its own rebirth. And everybody just come back next year from your hangovers in March, and we can really build. This I, thing. I really think though, I think you 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 you're underestimating people because I think when a new owner comes in, they're going to expect different stuff. So they may have more pressure when they step in. So the fans, yeah. and now that I got a new owner and I don't have, they're going to expect winning. 
That's true. Yeah, there's going to be an immediate like, all right, well, Dan's gone. Now you need to go. He's been the only thing that's wrong with this team. Let's go get 10 wins. And if you don't, then you're a failure. But um, I do think there's. it's just been 30 years. There will be a little bit of patience. And I don't think this football team itself is bad enough to bottom out, even if Sam Howell's not great. Like, I think they can find seven or eight wins easily next year. And between that and the new owner, there'll be enough optimism and if Ron leaves then there's a new head coaching search there's a new GM you can really get everything in order perhaps even get a new quarterback and and you're starting fresh at all four key positions owner GM head coach quarterback that would be the off the off season of just wild dreams and big imaginations so uh (laughs) you know if you start that book with the new owner this year and, and write the rest of it next year then I think this season itself probably doesn't carry a ton of meaning in the grand scheme of things um, I know you wrote about Greg Roman, I think this morning, about why he might actually be a really good fit. Why don't you explain it? Yeah, it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out why, with Ron wanting to be such a run-first guy. But Roman, I mean, he he's had issues scoring points. Uh, 2019, the Ravens scored the most points in the league, but after that, it tumbled down, and then he was in the 20s this year, and that has to do with Lamar Jackson. But regardless, even when Lamar was hurt or they weren't scoring points, this guy can create literally the top-ranked running offense year after year. I think he's had top three in his years as OC in Baltimore, San Francisco, and Buffalo. He's been there eight times. I mean, the guy can run the damn football, and he can figure it out with a variety of running backs and also a variety of quarterbacks. So um, he could... But the enemy's awesome. He can he can get guys open in all types of ways. But if Ron wants running first, there's no one better than Roman. And Baltimore fans seem to be souring on him at the end of his stint. But I think if he came here, he could work wonders with Robinson. I think he could really find a way to use Gibson. He could even open up Howell's legs. Howell's a guy who can run. He's not elusive, but he is powerful. And he can make you know these West Schweitzers and these other linemen you know, he wants to improve, of course, that O-line, but he could make them look good because of the way he can scheme them, move them around. So I don't think Roman would be an awful consolation prize. Yes, there's questions about how he could handle the receivers. Maybe in week eight, Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel are sick of throwing blocks on the edge. And yes, there are questions about what he can do without Lamar ceiling-wise, but just go look at his rushing offenses, period. He is damn good at that, and he can lean on that, and that is something that Ron clearly loves. I, I think Terry, we've seen it, frankly, and Curtis is a physical guy too. Yeah, Receivers. And Terry's not selfish. I think receivers are all in on blocking as long as you're winning games. Yeah. like Look at the Niners. I, they probably have the best blocking receivers in football, and, and certainly Debo kind of leads the pack with his physicality, but – I uh, I very much believe receivers buy in. Now, Dots is a fairly small dude. I'm not sure how much he's going to help you, but most slot corners are pretty small dudes too. So, yep. and he's got he's got those long arms. I I don't worry about the buy in at receivers blocking as long as they're winning games and the ball's moving. The, the buy-in maybe doesn't matter as much, but is it the right way to have those resources do it? Like being it used, feels like. Yeah. That's a different question. They've invested a lot in that. And I think you have to make sure you're building stuff off of that. But they've invested a lot there. But every investment they've made at the guy getting them the football. Has not been good. Has not worked. And how about the people protecting the guy that's getting them the football? I think they start off by getting a strong offensive line, and then you could do what you want to do at that point. 
Before we hang up, Brian, would you like Greg Roman? I want to hear your thoughts on him. If they if they work on the offensive line, I'll take him because he's he's good enough at utilizing the uh, running game to where you can have some open receivers running free. And when the, if these guys here are running free and running one on one, I'll go with all, all three of them. Yeah, and I do think it'd be good to have him in here with his familiarity with Lamar and Kaepernick. I think that would do well for Hal. I, I hope whatever OC takes over and if Hal is the starting quarterback, they don't shy away from running him because we saw in 2012 with this team with RG3, not that Hal is the same athlete, but you see with teams all over the league, having that running back able to run himself makes it 11 on 11 instead of 11 on 10, and it is such an advantage, and Roman knows how to do that with the quarterback. Pete, thank you for the time, buddy. Appreciate it. Yep. Thanks, Hi, guys. See ya. That's Pete Haley. Give him a follow at Pete Haley, NBCS. Coming up in just a few minutes, Garnet Hathaway from the Washington Capitals will join us. Do not go. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Anywhere. Uh, Jeff Walker's out here making us all laugh. Um, today is Valentine's Day. My littlest daughter, my four year old, gave me a Valentine. Mm-hmm. Where she wrote "I love you" in it, and it was the sweetest thing in the world. Um, and you crying? Close. Tell the truth. You were I crying. Didn't, I didn't you cry. Were um, whereas Jeff just posted a, a Valentine. Jeff, is this a Valentine's note for all? Are you limiting this at all? Or is I mean, you tweeted it out so the whole world can see this. Yes, to all the single ladies. All my single ladies. You didn't clarify that. So you were Beyonce today. There's probably a lot of dudes that follow you on Twitter. <laughs> Well, um, disclaimer, no shade to y'all. That's not my life. Okay. Here's what Jeff's Valentine says. It's a Pizza Hut box, but instead of hut, there's a B over the H, and they added a T. So it becomes Pizza <laughs> Butt, and it says, let me get a pizza that butt. Will you be my Valentine? <laughs> He's a fool. Jeff, besides me and Chris Kynard, has anybody responded in kind to your Valentine? Yes. I have had some ladies on my Instagram laugh. And that's all that matters. They laugh. Sow the seed. That's right. He's a he's a comedian. Sow the seed. Let it get watered. 
the plan comes. Um, I have a question. Turn his mic off, please, Landfill. <laughs> uh, Brian and Jim Andrew Mullins, the 10th, yeah. the CBSO. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with B. Jeff sounds worse today than I have at any moment. I'm not going to say that. Did you hear him right there? He I, could barely talk. Yeah, but that's how he always is. No. Yes. Jeff usually has a weird kind no, of he like. he tries to talk like smooth and slow, and he makes himself sound drunk. Uh-huh. You <laughs> kind of had that. Like, like, like you say, like you ate gravel. I had people texting me last week wanting to know if you were dying. What'd you tell them? <laughs> no. He, Jeff, Jeff you didn't hear this. JP was in the airport and was just talking. And a lady that didn't know him at all was just sitting there. And she said, I, I hope your voice gets better because you sound horrible. <laughs> she was a very thoughtful woman. Gordon <laughs> <Hey>, yo. <laughs> um, oh, Hathaway is going to join us in just a minute. B, I got a funny story for you. So my wife, today is Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to all that celebrate. Um, my wife last night, so my daughters are very, seven and four-year-old girls. They're very into Valentine's Day. They love hearts and love and pink and purple and everything else, right? Um, and I guess my daughter, like, had my wife's phone and a, like, pajama set popped up. You know how Instagram is. Like, uh-huh. it'll just pop up, and it was covered with these little hearts. Like, you minute, what's the little candy hearts? What do you call those damn things? The sweet tarts? No, the candy hearts that are only big on Valentine's Day that have, like, little phrases on them. Yeah, they're like little sweet tarts, but they're hearts. Or sweethearts. Maybe they're sweethearts. Yeah. So but it comes off of the tarts. Right. So basically, PJ is like that, and my daughters are like, Mommy, you got to get these. It'll be like the ones we wear. And so my wife orders them, doesn't really think much about them. Um, last night, getting the girls to sleep, my wife has, her, you know, the PJs on with them. We get the girls to sleep, and you know how it is with little kids. Like, once you get the kids to sleep, it's kind of a zoo. You got to clean everything up. Once you finally get them to sleep, you got to kind of put the whole house back together. We had to make a lunch for my daughter. You got, like, call it a half hour's worth of BS to get through. I don't remember those days. Well, it, they exist. <laughs> and then you, you finally get to sit down. You watch an hour's worth of TV and you pass out. That's life with little children. So my wife had had these pajamas on for two hours, maybe three hours at this point. And we finally were sitting down watching television. And I, like, looked at her pajamas. And then she kind of looked at her pajamas. And the little hearts... The phrases that were on them were nope, (laughs) pizza, question mark, ugh, and the one that really stood out to me is single AF. (laughs) She basically ordered like single, bitter, I don't have a Valentine pajamas. This is the year we'll celebrate our 10th wedding anniversary. We have two children. We have a loving home. And she's wearing pajamas on Valentine's Day that say single AF. Yeah. And How exactly am I supposed to process that? And nope. And nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you should have been like, baby, no, don't buy those. Too much clothes. She's like, yeah, I, I had no idea. You sure? 
Oh, that ain't it. She knew. You sure you didn't know? <laughs> Look, hey, this so that's, how, that's how Valentine's Day is going to my house. She didn't have the same stuff the guy had on his golf shirt. <laughs> yeah, dude. Goodness. I, I prefer the yeah, that, yeah, I prefer that. Yeah, yeah, pajamas yeah, yeah. like that. Landfill, we saw this guy with this golf shirt. I'll tell you about it off air. I can't talk about this on air. Oh, oh really? No. I tweeted it. <laughs> Some people realized it from the picture I posted. Really? Yes. Oh, man. I uh, walked up. I was looking. I'm like, what the hell? I guess he wanted to go by himself. His, his wife came with him. So he said, I, I can wear my shirt then, can I? I know somewhere you can go. Your wife can go. Your kids can go. You single AF crowd can go. Everybody is welcome. Where? Rudy's Golf. You got to go check them out over in Kingstown, Alexandria. And you should go this Saturday, February 18th, for a great day of fun supporting your very own D.C. Divas. Proud members of the Women's Football Alliance. Stop by from 4 to 10 to grab an autograph and enjoy Rudy's heated ranges, a full buffet, giveaways, contests, and special celebrity guests. Make sure you bring your family because the putt-putt is completely Free. Is the weather supposed to be nice this weekend? Because tomorrow it's supposed to be beautiful. I hear it's supposed to be. If I were going out of town, I'd be playing golf tomorrow, but I don't know that I can pull that off. Grab your tickets today at dcdivas.com slash events. That's dcdivas.com slash events. Rudy's Golf, the new home for golf and entertainment. Meeting at B. Mitch and Finley, 1067 The Fan. Going to have our guy Garnet Hathaway joining us in just a moment from the Washington Capitals. Big week for the Caps. They got the Hurricanes tonight. Then they play the Panthers Thursday. Then they have the outdoor game in Raleigh Raleigh, on Saturday against the Caps. Busy, busy week for our Capitals. Who got, what's that? Against the Caps. Against the Canes. You said the Caps. I don't think I did, but if I did, I meant the Canes. I bet you $1,000 he said it. I'm not betting you (laughs) $1,000. Here's what I'm going to tell you, though. Garnet Hathaway is driven by Lindsey Volvo Cars of Alexandria where their goal is your complete satisfaction. Be like Garnet, score your next Volvo with the assist from Lindsay in the crease of Alexandria and lindsayvolvocars.com. Let's talk to our guy, Garnet. What's up, man? How are you, buddy? Hey, man. Did you just say we're playing ourselves? He he did. You heard it, too. I did not say that. (laughs) Uh, You want to bet? Landfill will track the audio down. I said playing the Canes. You say the Caps. All right. Well, we'll find out. Um, (laughs) I... uh, I wanted to talk about Boston. I believe you scored the game-winning goal in Boston. Um, I believe you and your family are from that area, the greater New England area. What did that one mean for you, man? Yeah, that was – yeah, I, I grew up in Maine. Um, I have, you know, my few of my siblings, and then my, my parents are still up in Maine. And, yeah, it was uh, it was special. And it was, you know, coming off that break against a team like them that has been playing so well right. lately um, throughout this whole year was, it was, you know, for for what it meant for the team for getting two points, it was it was really special to then see family who had, you know, helped me help me get to the where I am um, and be able to share that moment with them and um, kind of reminiscing it, yeah, uh, New England kid and and playing there, so it was it was, it was nice. When I saw that, I. I didn't want to bug you, but in my head, I was hoping that you had family there, and I kind of figured you would. And I know that must have been pretty cool. And I, what did what did your teammates say to you? Because, I mean, dude, this year nobody's beating the Bruins, especially in Boston. And you guys showed up and did it. And and <laughs> I'm, uh, did the guys 
say anything to you afterwards, or was it kind of just business as usual? Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of business as usual. You know, other than you know, everyone's everyone's excited when when we have a big win like that, and to have everyone, you know, it was one of those that we had to we needed everybody, and you could see the sacrifice guys were making, um, and and how guys were playing, and and just kind of the will that we had to, to win that game. Um, so it was fun, and then I kind of. I kind of had to scurry out of there and then go, go up in the stands and, and see his family. So it was, it was a quick turnaround in that sense. Um, you know, and it was obviously with a, a short plane, short flight back here, but you know, it was a happy plane uh, with the two points too, which is nice. McGregor, before I ask you a question about this weekend's game, I want to hear something real quick. Then no. they have the outdoor game in Raleigh, Raleigh on yeah. Saturday against the Caps. <laughs> <laughs> But you have an outdoor uh, game that's different. Hold on. Let me let me own it. I said the Caps. You we know. Are, you're playing the Canes, not the Caps. I apologize. When you have an outdoor game, and my voice and it's, still sounds it's, bad. Yeah, it does. Rather different. Do you find yourself thinking about that game before? I mean, you play they Saturday. Two games you got prior. two before, but still, I'm like, I'm sure you think about this is a different way, a different game, and does it pop up? Yeah, I, I think right now it's. You know, it pops up just as being exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm lucky. I've, I'm going to have some family down there too, and it's my first time playing in an outdoor game. So I'm, you know, luckily I'm, I'm lucky enough that my my wife's taking a lot of that planning um, and reach out to my family, her family, and we're, you know, we're going to be able to share that moment with with a lot of them. So right now, it just seems exciting. Um, you know, I don't have to do too much of the of the details, but. On that, you know, the hockey sense, it's, we're playing them tonight. Yeah, and then you're gonna you're gonna get a sense. It's, you know, we don't have that. I think we've talked about it before when you play a team back to back, but it's twice in a week is is pretty close too. So they're they're a team that they're they're really fast and they and they play a physical game. And so tonight, I think it's just going to be, you know, it's basically going to be like a instead of a sixty, it's going to be a hundred and twenty minute game like it's i feel like anything that happens tonight is going to roll over into the outdoor game and um momentum will be a big factor and i think it's gonna be even more highlighted just because it is on a bigger stage and it's and it's at a football stadium instead and oh yeah by the way the hurricanes are in first in the metro like does that enter in the equation as well yeah they i mean you know we we know where they are and we know where we are too so it's it's one of those that these these points, you know they they probably they mean more for us right now. Um, we we need them more than they do, and you know where they are, and and you know how well they've been playing. So it's one of those that it's not going to come easy, but you know in the in the end it's going to be so important for us to to get these and then play a game that that we're happy with that we can continue with into that next game and then into the Saturday game when we play them again. So I mentioned this to you earlier. You know, I'm coming down to Raleigh for the game this weekend. I really appreciate you inviting me to the Hathaway family reunion. Um, <laughs> is it separate checks or all one big one? Like, <laughs> how are we rolling on this? I, it's kind of, we'll figure it out when we get there. I, I think, think JP uh, has to pay for maybe. it. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think JP should pay for it. I mean, he's a great we'll friend. I'm I'm on the Hathaway tab, please. <laughs> yeah, you would think. <laughs> um, I got I got to find some alias now. I don't know what it will be yet. But. 
I want to ask a serious one, and and I fear this is um, doesn't sound like good news anyway. But the uh, the team announced earlier that that Alex Ovechkin's got to step away for some so, some family matters and, and a sick relative, and we're not even coming close to speculating what's going on. But um, were you able to talk to Alex, text him, you know, just wish him the best, or you kind of just just wait till you hear more, or, or how how do you handle this? First as like a friend, and then we'll get into what it means for the team. Yeah, we 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 heard from him today um, as a, as a whole team, and you know he spoke to us, and it's it's one that you know we're gonna respect his privacy in this, and um, you know just we're thinking of him and, and his family right now, and we we hope for the best and. You know, I think that's that's as much as I I feel comfortable talking about sure. it. And you know, on a on a teammate friendship side, it's you know I, he knows that that we all love him and that you know we um, we're there for him. So it's 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 tough. Um, I think right now, but but you know we have a we have a really supportive group here. Um, and obviously he's a, he's our leader, and he he's usually the one leading everything. So now it's it's up to other guys and you know the whole group collectively to. Just to say that you know we're we're there um, and, and we're here for him. So, but then when you start to play, do you as a you're a leader yourself? Do you talk to the team about let's not try to do too much, just you know, handle your job? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's been sort of the mindset in our locker room for a while. Um, you know, obviously, you know, for 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 O not to be in a game is it's a big loss at any point in the year. Um, and it's going to take a lot of guys to step up, and you know that's what sort of our, our organization and our our room takes a lot of pride in. Is mm-hmm. you know we we know our roles, but we know everyone needs to be playing their best game in order for us to to win the game. So guys guys are you know guys are ready to to do whatever it takes, and um, you know it's it starts tonight really. Who? Who's probably going to get more minutes now? Is that like a mojo? Like, like who? I mean, some nobody could fill in for Alex Ovechkin, right? I mean, he's he's one of the greatest scorers of all time. He's one of the greatest players of all time. But physically, somebody has to play more. It, it, do you make other adjustments, or or, or who s- slides up? That could be way above my pay grade. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure, I get that. I but I, but I you know and. Just in, in talking about, it, I think you, you you can't replace him with just one player. You know, there's there isn't a player that's like him that you could throw into your lineup and say, "Oh, it's the same thing," because it it never will be. Um, and that's where individual guys need to pick up pieces of the game or or elevate their game that will then take control of the game. Um, and you know, whether it's you know sort of a, a goalie thing, like riding the hot hand, like if a guy's playing really well. You know, do you do you get him more minutes? Like, how exactly do you adjust that? How do you adjust the power play? Um, and those are, you know, those are things that luckily we have we have the staff that takes care of them, and guys will prepare to play their best game tonight in order to to be successful. Dude, so I, I'm just looking at the schedule. You got the Canes, so everybody hears me clearly. The Canes <laughs> at Capital One Arena tonight against the Caps. Then you're. Home again against the Panthers <laughs> Thursday night. But then you've got, I know you've got that 
family skate Friday night in Raleigh on the the ice there. That's a relatively tight little turnaround, right? To have three games in five days, six days. Oh yeah, I mean we just had three in in four days though. If you look at it too, um, how are your legs? They're good. They're fine. That's why we have the break. What do you do? Uh, do you hey, Carter, tell him you're an athlete, man. You're in shape. Yeah, man. I'm a professional athlete. <laughs> I mean, I, what kind of I, question is that? Uh, I jogged two miles this morning, for the record. Um, if I made an error like you say in the caps, I I would be in trouble. Uh, <laughs> but what? Like, what is your um, post game routine to take care of your body? Yeah, uh, I mean, there's there's a few different things. We always have. We always have our, our training staff, you know, like all hands on deck, basically. Um, whether it's nagging stuff, new, you know, bumps and bruises that come and how to minimize things from becoming larger things. I'd say that's, you know, injury prevention is probably the biggest first step. Um, then we have cold tub recovery boots, um, massage guns, hands to help us. Like it, we have, we have everything available to us. In order to recover, um, cooler full of Bud Lights. No, no. I mean, you know, I think we, especially <laughs> in those back-to-back games, I think you need to stay hydrated. We, we we have great food. You know what I mean? We have post-game shakes. We have that stuff. The calories you need to take in in order to recover your body, and then on the rest side of it, like we stay in great hotels. Um, the beds are super comfy. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. we have days scheduled around getting. The, the right amount of sleep, the right amount of everything in order to be fresh for the game, you know, and be at our best. So what, what I I think you mentioned it, what was the hotel for Friday night so I can meet you and your family at the yeah, bar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> got it, got it, thank you. It's right down in the, it's in the middle of, this. And only, the only thing you need to know is, and the most important thing would just be that, um, Exactly, and yeah, I'll see you there. <laughs> Garnet, thank you, man. We always appreciate, appreciate it. it. Good luck, man. You got a, a busy week coming. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Hi, man. That's Take our care. guy, Garnet Hathaway, driven by Lindsey Volvo Cars of Alexandria, where their goal is your complete satisfaction. Be like Garnet. Score your next Volvo with the assist from Lindsey in the crease of Alexandria and LindseyVolvoCars.com. When we come back, phone lines open. 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067. What should the commanders do at offensive coordinator? What will the commanders do at offensive coordinator? Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.